Hi, I'm Chelsea, the Christian Nutritionist. Welcome to the Christian Health Club podcast. We are here to fire you up in spirit, mind, and body so that you can get out into the world and be everything God created you to be. Welcome to the club. Here we go. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the club. How are you today? Right now in the Christian Health Club, we are in the middle of doing a spring liver cleanse. And there are two versions that I offered to members to do. One is what I call detox light. And it's basically a short food-based liver detox. And there's one that's a little bit more intense. And um, it's based on a purification program that I got from my advanced training instructors that they especially use when there's a need to flush out excess hormones from the body. So this is something that they introduce us to and um, recommend not only using it for um, clients that have hormones that need flushing out, but just kind of as a good overall reset to do a couple times a year. Their version is 21 days, but I've shortened it to about 14 days, a 14 day version of it. And that is um, one of the options that we're doing right now, like I said, in the Christian Health Club. Now, what you need to know before we get started with all this liver detox talk is that we're always detoxifying. Okay, that's how God made these miraculous bodies of ours. But um, we can get kind of backlogged with toxins, you know, because of the way that we treat our bodies, knowingly or unknowingly. And it's not a bad idea to do a focused cleanse like this a few times a year. And um, spring and fall are just really good times to do it. You know, spring is the time of growth and renewal. And fall is a time for shedding. You know, we think of the leaves, the trees shedding their leaves and just letting go. And our bodies sink well with these transitions of the season and are just more open to cleansing. You know, the weather's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's very Goldilocks. You know, it's kind of just right. Um, And so those are good times for detoxing. You don't want to do it in real extreme weather, like super cold or super hot. And it's also at these times of the year that the earth is just so generous, you know, with provision and um, new foods, plentiful bounty during the spring and the fall. And so it's just a really good time to receive well what God offers and um, honor your holy temple with a cleanse. So um, that said, I wanted you to know that, that we are always detoxifying, but um, it's not a bad idea to get a little more intentional about it. Um, So that's what we're doing, but I have to admit that I have not been looking forward to it (laughs) because it is such a departure from how I usually eat Um, because what we do in the detox, a lot of it is mostly, it is mostly plant-based and not just that, it's like vegan, you know, like fruits and vegetables, mostly vegetables, um, and not even including grains, not um, the, the more intense version, the 14 day version 
for a while there doesn't include any grains or nuts or seeds. It is like straight up vegetables and fruits. You know, when we think of like vegans and vegetarians, you know, a lot of what they're eating are grains and nuts and seeds and things like that. And, and a lot of times it's junky carbohydrates. Um, so, you know, just because somebody is a, a vegan or a vegetarian doesn't necessarily mean that they're eating all the vegetables. Um, some are uh, a lot are not, unfortunately. Um, anywho, um, you know, it's not just how I normally eat. I eat a lot of vegetables and I eat some fruits, but I like me some eggs and, you know, meat and fish and that kind of thing. And so the detox removes most animal proteins, not because they're bad, but because they take a lot of digestive power. And so the point of removing them is to help the body put more energy into detoxification instead of digestion for a period of time. Um, so, you know, plant foods are really helpful for fleshing out the body and then animal foods are helpful for building the body up. And so, you know, when we're talking about everyday eating, the combination of both is optimal, optimal for majority of people. Um, if you listen to the podcast I did called diet denomination, um, you know, that I think that extremes of any macronutrient or just, you know, just eating meat or just eating plants, you know, is not not the best option and not a good long-term solution. I mean, sometimes we do use more rigid or extreme um, diets for therapeutic reasons, you know, based on somebody's individual health needs. Um, but for the most part, you know, combination of plant and anim animal foods is really just going to give you everything you need to stay healthy. But in the case of this kind of detox, we lighten up on animal proteins to allow the body a break on digestion. Okay, we are still including things like collagen and bone broth, which are animal based products, but you know, they don't require a fork, they don't require um, your digestive system to have to work too hard. So, um, so that's kind of the first thing that we're doing as far as the, the liver detox goes is we're really focusing on um, vegetables and some fruits and, um, and just some of these um, easier to digest animal proteins from collagen or bone broth. Okay, so I have this, um, I have this video that is called the liver bucket. And it is me um, sitting with a bucket that is represent representing your liver even though your liver is not like a bucket, you know, it's, it's more, it's like a filter. But anyway, it's just to give you a visual of how much we overload our livers. Okay. It's important that you understand just how hard your liver works for you. It is the absolute workhorse of the body. It performs over 500 functions critical to your health, including digesting your food, assimilating nutrients efficiently, eliminating harmful substances like the toxins, um, getting rid of excess hormones, that's a huge one, and managing energy. Um, so it's an important metabolic um, organ. It kind of acts like the ultimate club bouncer, you know, like everything that's coming in your body has to be checked and processed by the bouncer, by the liver. Um, and whether it's coming in from your mouth or your skin or your air, doesn't matter. Your liver deals with it all. 
and the excess, excessive burden of toxins and stress, I mean, it takes a toll on your, your sweet liver. You know, it became, becomes sluggish, and that allows toxins and hormones to build up in the body instead of being excreted and um, detoxified, which leads to chronic inflammation, you know, excessive fatigue, hormonal imbalance, bloating, gas, um, chemical sensitivities, allergies, skin issues, poor sleep, and just lots of other badness in your body. So you need good liver health for just about every function. I also kind of, I like to um, say the liver is also like a mama, you know, because if the mom ain't happy, ain't no one in the house going to be happy. And if your liver ain't happy, ain't no organ in your holy house going to be happy. So that's why it's a good idea to do a liver tox a few times um, a year as part of your health maintenance routine. And I don't think we realize just how much stuff we ask our liver to deal with on a daily basis in one day's time. And so when I do this liver bucket video, this is what I do. We just kind of go through a, a person's regular day and then we just drop all the things in the bucket that you're using. And so you can get this visual of how your liver, how much your liver has to deal with. So, you know, you get up in the morning, you brush your teeth, you take a shower with soap, you know, you have shampoo, maybe some conditioner, you get out of the shower and maybe use more hair product, you put on some lotion, deodorant, face serum, sunscreen, makeup, perfume. Okay, so before you even left your bathroom, I mean, you've exposed yourself to hundreds of chemicals like formaldehydes and phthalates and parabens and PEGs and synthetic fragrances and just all kinds of other things that have really long names that you don't understand. <laughs> okay. Um, and just because, you know, you put it in your body, um, and even if you don't understand it, you know, your liver has to deal with it. And did you know that there are over a thousand ingredients, you know, that go into our personal care products, like skincare and makeup, that the European Union over there in Europe, they ban like they will not allow to be used in their products, but here in the United States, it's just fine. Ugh, makes me so mad. Our standards are way lacking here. And there are all of these toxic ingredients in our personal care products that overload our livers and mess with our hormone pathways. And most people have no idea. They don't even think twice about it because you would assume that if it's on the shelf, it's fine, right? Um, but that's not the case. So even before you've left your bathroom for the day, you have already given your liver so much to do. Okay, so then you might go to your kitchen and pour yourself a cup of coffee. So we're still like early in the morning, right? And your liver is like, what is happening? You pour yourself a cup of coffee, which is likely loaded with pesticides unless um, it's organic. Coffee beans are one of the most pesticide-laden crops, okay? So that um, is something important to know if you are a daily coffee drinker. And then say you have eggs or an apple with peanut butter or yogurt or even a plate of vegetables. I would consider, you know, all of those to be healthy breakfasts. Um, breakfasts. And, um, but even real foods have the potential to be genetically modified or have had pesticides sprayed on them or have some kind of underlying mold problem, you know, so even with real foods, we have to be, um, cautious and, and thinking about it and paying attention. But majority of people, sadly, 
are not even eating real foods uh, in the morning or throughout their day. They're eating a lot of processed food and fast food, which is what we call a standard American diet. And that we, we shorten that to the SAD diet, you know, which stands for standard American diet. That's what most Americans are eating. I know you're not my sweet listener because you're here and I know you're trying to do better. But most people sadly fill their day with junky foods that are absolutely loaded with things that are toxic to the body, like high fructose corn syrup and synthetic colors and flavors and vegetable oils and preservatives. And the list just it goes on and on. And the junkier you eat throughout the day, the more you are forcing your liver to deal with. Okay. And like I said, your liver has to deal with it because you're putting it in there. That is just the way it is. It will deal with it as best it can. But over time, that becomes a problem. And also we have to think about what you're breathing in all day long. You know, chemical smells from exhaust or cleaning products or even your laundry detergent or even candles. You know, these are all things that the liver is forced to process. It's so funny when I am walking in the morning, I can um, quite often smell when people are doing their laundry and it is so, the smell is so overwhelming to me because I don't use um, just kind of regular laundry detergents anymore because you know, there's so many toxins in them. And so the ones that I use are much more mild. And so now I'm so much more sensitive to those smells. It's the same. Anytime you start changing your, you know, your lifestyle, whether it's food and you start eating um, more healthfully, then when you eat something processed, I mean, you can taste that junk, you know, and it's the same with these, these smells, these chemical smells, even candles. Now, you know, I've switched to essential oils, um, for the most part, instead of candles. And now, I mean, so many candles are just so overly, overly smelly (laughs) to me that, um, it's, it's just not pleasant, you know? And, you know, when we think of like all these cleaning products we're using and inhaling, oh my gosh, your liver has to deal with that. And if you're touching those cleaning products as you clean your house, you know, you're both absorbing them through your skin and your air pathways into your lungs. Um, you know, we also need to keep in mind that our skin is our largest organ. It both, it both um, blocks things out, but it also absorbs things in, right? And it's also a major detoxification organ. So, you know, our body will use it to get junk out of our bodies. And so if you've got skin problems, that is a consideration. Um, You know, everything that you put on your body, on your skin or that you touch has that potential to be absorbed into it. And that's why cleaning and personal care products are so important to consider um, when we are thinking about our health and, you know, especially our liver health, because we ladies, we like our products, right? I mean, we typically have a morning and evening routine that involves quite a few things we like to slap on our face or our body. Even the simplest of routines, you know, can be toxic overload. Even if you just have a few steps in your, you know, your evening uh, toilette, as the French would call it, um, still, you know, depending on the products you're using, that could be problematic. And okay, how about alcohol? Okay, are we putting that in our liver bucket on a regular basis? Because we all know that alcohol can be hard on a liver. But did you know that the liver prioritizes dealing with alcohol? So every time you drink, it's like basically putting all these other functions on the back burner. 
because you can't store, you can't really store alcohol. Your, your liver has to deal with it right away. Um, and so it will put things on the back burner. So that means the more that you drink, the more your liver may be too busy or able to get rid of the extra hormones circulating in your body or detoxify the MSG that gives you a migraine or get rid of that thing causing your skin condition, right? And then every time you take like a prescription medication or an over-the-counter medication, say you drink too much, <laughs> from <laughs> put a little too much wine in your liver bucket, okay? And then you're grabbing for the, you know, the Advil. Every time you take any kind of medication like that, your liver has to detoxify that as well. So I hope that you're getting this picture here, you know, getting the picture. Um, and so when I do this liver bucket demonstration, like I said, I get a bucket, which represents the liver and I pile all of these kind of items into it to give you that visual of the burdensome load you are asking your liver to carry each and every day. We just, I don't think we realize that a little here and a little there adds up. You know, I think that's how we go through the day looking at it, looking about it. We kind of isolate our products. Like it's just a little skin cream, no big deal. It's just, a little, you know, just a little glass of wine, not going to hurt anything. But I, you know, or I love my dryer sheets. I just, you know, I can't get rid of those. Or, you know, I love this bag of chips with all this crazy, weird MSG chemical flavorings in it. You know, we isolate these things that we do throughout the day. But it's the cumulative effect of what you're doing day in and day out that puts the liver in crisis mode. And the day comes when your liver is like, I have had it, sister. I have had it. And that's when these health conditions really start to crop up. And I hear so many people, you know, say, oh, I used to be able to eat anything I want, you know, or I could live on only a few hours of sleep, or I used to be able to drink a whole bottle of wine without a problem. And then I hit my 30s or my 40s. And, you know, and then everything just went to hell in a handbasket, you know, so everybody starts kind of blaming it on aging. But I mean, friend, your body has just kind of had it with you by that point. That's really what it is. I mean, by, God did not design our bodies to just completely start breaking down in our 30s and 40s and 50s. You know, we are more resilient and vibrant than that. But when we have been just, you know, absolutely annihilating our liver with all of these things over the years, it can't keep up. It just can't. And so it's that at that point, you'll start to experience um, some of these health conditions. Now, the good news is, because when God's involved, there's always good news. God designed our bodies just in the most miraculous way. Like I said, we're always detoxifying, okay? Um, and our body is always rebuilding and regenerating and replacing parts. You know, it's not like we're just born with what we've got and then we keep the exact same liver for the rest of our lives. You know, our skin cells are always turning over. Our gut lining is constantly being renewed. We practically generate a new liver, you know, every six months or less than, you know, six months um, in a matter of months. And so the opportunity for a liver makeover is ongoing, you know, and we can take advantage of this incredible gift by giving some laser focus love to our livers. And so that's why I wanted to talk about it today. So when we do a liver detox or, or 
when you know I am sharing why and how we do a liver detox I um, I have a few goals in mind we want to number one ease the burden on the liver number two we want to focus on foods that boost liver health um, for better detoxification and then number three, when we want to use support therapies, you know, there's some extras that we can do to enhance liver health. And so I'm going to go over all of those things um, with you today. All right, so let's talk about goal number one, easing the liver burden. So the primary strategy here is to eliminate as many toxic things entering your body as possible. So some things you can't control, like, you know, maybe your outdoor air quality, but most things are completely in your control. And that's a beautiful thing. So just becoming aware of and removing daily toxins. I mean, it's an ongoing process. So what I'm trying to do is make you aware, you know, I'm trying to be the voice of your liver here and be like, girl, you better back it up with those toxins coming at me. <laughs> and I know it can feel overwhelming. And we're going to talk about a lot of things today that you can do. But the most important thing I want you to remember is just to do the best you can right now. And maybe you just take a handful of things that we talk about today and implement them. Okay. And shelve the rest for later. But I'm just going to give you all kinds of stuff that you can do. So to start out with, when it comes to food, um, there is a list called the Dirty Dozen that comes out each year and it tells you which produce, um, what produce products are the most important to buy organic. Okay, there are some notoriously, um, you know, pesticide type foods like apples and strawberries are big ones. Um, that you would want to consider buying organic because you don't have to buy everything organic. Okay. Um, but the dirty dozen is a really good place to start. And you know, my kids eat the heck out of apples. And so that is just one thing I am really committed to buying organic. Um, and if you can get rid of the pesticides on just a few of these foods that you're eating regularly, that is just so helpful for your liver. You know, I already mentioned coffee is really pesticide-y. Um, and so if that is something that you drink on the daily, then going organic with that is really important. If you're going to put it in your body every single day, I mean, that's one thing I would have you think about. The foods that you eat the most, you know, those are worth upgrading to the highest level you can. If you're going to eat them that often, buy the best you can afford. Um, you got to look at your skin and your makeup products you know, and, and consider what you're using on a daily basis that might be just chock full of all of these funky ingredients that Europe doesn't allow, but that we do. And so consider that. And if you're about to run out of something, that's a really good time to commit to um, trying a swap. So um, I've mentioned here before that, you know, I love Beauty Counter. And I use that for about 95% of my skincare and makeup, um, you know, products because they screen everything so rigorously they don't use any of those um you know uh, they certainly they they absolutely follow the same kind of guidelines as the european union would but like but even mega more than that they're really really good about screening stuff and person i personally don't have time to like look at the back of every product I use and try to understand and remember all of those long names and if it's good or bad for me. And I just know Beauty Counter has done that for me. So um, so that's one reason I use them. I love them. I decided to be a consultant for them because, you know, I can tell you about them and 
um, you know, share that with you. I love their products. I love their advocacy. And so, um, of course, I would recommend what they have. They have great stuff. They have a 60-day return policy. So, I mean, you can try something. If you don't like it or the color doesn't work out, you can send it back and exchange it for something else. Um, and I do try to keep some samples on hand, you know. So hit me up if you have a question or want me to pop something in the mail to you. Okay, so just really, um, but really looking at those things that you're putting on your skin um, every day, really important. Also, um, you know, diffusing essential oils, like I, I mentioned earlier, is a better choice than most candles because they do contain toxic ingredients and it's just, you know, burning up into your house air and you're breathing it in. Um, and that's not good for you. And the great thing about essential oils is that they have other health benefits besides just smelling good, you know. So I primarily use Young Living, but doTERRA is also a good brand. And I also here lately have been using some Revive oils. Um, and I like those as well. They have a blend called Peppermint Latte that, oh my gosh, it is my current favorite and my kids love it. It kind of smells like um, peppermint um, chocolate ice cream with coffee in it. So good. Um, okay. The other thing that you want to look at replacing or upgrading is your cleaning products. So I love thieves cleaner, um, from young living, but I also love, um, branch basics. You know, that's a good one too. Um, you know, I went through, if you listen to the podcast called my clean routine, um, that I did at the beginning of the new year this year, I go through all of this, you know, a lot of this stuff in more detail. Um, but those are the, all the things that you want to consider, you know, and I know that sounds like a lot of things to switch. But like I said, you don't have to do it all at once. You know, you just do what you can and you make progress. Um, you know, a liver detox is just a good time to be more intentional about it and be paying attention to it. But it is an ongoing process that you, you know, you upgrade here and there. But the, you know, the goal, again, that we're trying to do here is just take as much burden off the liver that we can. And you have the power to do that. Okay. Goal number two is to focus on foods that boost uh, the liver detox process. And so, you know, as I mentioned in this detox we're doing now in the Christian Health Club, we're focusing um, on mostly vegetables and some fruits, but intentionally incorporating ones that are especially good for the liver, you know, beets, leafy greens, especially herbs like parsley and cilantro, um, cruciferous vegetables like broccoli and cabbage, asparagus, celery, apples, garlic, avocado. Those are all just really good uh, foods for the liver. Um, teas. Teas are great to incorporate, you know, at all times, but certainly during a liver detox, you know, like green teas, um, dandelion root teas are really good. Um, there are traditional medicines as one brand and Yogi is another brand of teas that you can find at most grocery stores. And there's, I know traditional medicines makes like an everyday detox tea or the dandelion tea. Um, and Yogi makes roasted dandelion tea. Um, a general detox tea, and then also Egyptian licorice root tea, which I really like that one. It tastes kind of sweet. It's really yummy. So the thing is, is that there are two major phases that your liver goes through during the detoxification process. Okay, so in phase one, toxins are made water soluble by enzymes. Okay, and in phase two, 
toxins are bound to protective chemicals that neutralize the toxins so that they can be eliminated safely through bile or urine mostly. Okay. And your body needs a lot of vitamins and minerals to make these two phases happen. Okay. And so if either one of these phases are not working properly, which is quite common in people who do not eat enough real food, um, the body can't detoxify properly, you know? Um, and so this can be the basis for many, uh, illnesses, disease, chronic health conditions. And, you know, if someone who does not eat a healthful diet tries to force a liver detox, when these phases aren't working efficiently, then toxins can get trapped and recirculate in the body in a more detrimental way. You know, that's why I'm always like so cautious, like don't just go to the grocery store and get some like detox in a box that, you know, has all of these, you know, um, yeah, it might have some good packaged nutrients, but if you're if you're just going in and just starting to force, try to force all of these things out and you haven't done some kind of prep work, um, as far as, you, you know, kind of prepping your body by eating healthfully for a while, then you're going to experience something quite uncomfortable. I've done that to myself. You know, I wasn't quite ready to detox and, um, I forced the issue and then those toxins recirculate and then you're in a worse off position. Um, and so this is why I'm very, very cautious when it comes to leading someone through a liver detox. You know, we do one twice a year in the Christian health club as part of our regular health maintenance. Um, and we usually do it right after a round of feast to fast because we have been focused on real foods and healthful practices. Okay. And so, like I said, it's harmful to try a liver detox if you haven't been eating well or eliminating well. I tell my club members, I'm like, don't you dare try a liver detox if you aren't pooping <laughs> because that ain't going to work. The body must be able to eliminate the toxins once the liver like has them all packaged up, you know, in those, that phase one and phase two detoxification, that's basically what the liver's doing. It's like packaging them all up and getting ready to go. And so the primary ways, the primary ways that we eliminate are through urine, bowels and sweat you know, um, also breathing, kind of re ex exhaling out through the lungs. Um, and so this is why it's just really key to drink plenty of water. Make sure you're pooping daily and breaking a sweat regularly. Because if the, you know, the toxins must leave the body or they will recirculate. Now, another key factor we have to consider when it comes to liver detoxing is bile flow. Okay, so bile is produced by your liver, it is stored in the gallbladder, and it plays a major role in how we break down fatty acids, how we break down our fats, and also how we take toxins out of the body. And so it is imperative that you have good bile flow. Unfortunately, it's not uncommon to have poor bile flow. A lot of people I work with, this is something we have to work on. There's a book um, I like, what's it called? It's by Anne Louise Gittleman. She's a kind of um, a well-known author. But she um, she writes that by the time there, um, if there's already a 75% bile deficiency, by the time allergies, arthritis, inflammation in the joints and muscles develop, 
So if you like, if you're experiencing any of those, then that's a pretty good sign that you already have a bile deficiency. And she says by the time cancer or chronic illness is diagnosed, that there's a 90% deficit of good bile flow. So that is something to consider. And if you're somebody that leans towards constipation, um, then, you know, that is also typically a sign that you do not have good bile flow. So one thing we do when we're doing a liver detox is purpose, purposefully eat foods that stimulate good bile flow, things like garlic and beets and uh, radicchio, 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 I'm not sure how you say that um, the right way, but I think it's radicchio, I don't know, uh, kale, endive, arugula, you might notice those are all really bitter, kind of bitter lettuces. Um, so that, that bitter is really good for stimulating bile flow. Um, radishes are good. Celery's good. Um, but it's, it's those kind of, those kind of foods and healthy fats, um, are really important to keep bile moving and not get stagnant. It's that stagnancy that we're looking to avoid. Okay. But when we keep that bile moving well, then we can take toxins well out of the body. So it can be helpful to use a bile supplement during a detox. Um, if you don't have a gallbladder, then it's a really good idea to use not only during detox, but just ongoing, ongoing bile supplementation. Um, that has been a game changer for so many of my clients who don't have a gallbladder. I'm really surprised that um, bile supplementation is not something that doctors recommend after gallbladder surgery because it's so much harder to break down fatty acids efficiently and just have kind of that good steady uh, efficient bile flow when you don't have a gallbladder because even though your liver, liver will still make bile, it still kind of drips out bile, it's not as efficiently released and efficiently timed um, to like help break down the fat. So many people without gallbladders often have diarrhea, diarrhea because they just can't handle fats well. Um, they can't break down the fat. And so a bile replacement supplement can be so helpful. But even people with gallbladders, like I said, um, can have trouble breaking down fats and experience either, you know, diarrhea or constipation. And temporary supplementation can be helpful for that. It's not something that I would want somebody to take constantly all the time, but um, because you, you know, you want to support the, the bile flow, support the gallbladder and the bile flow, but you also don't want to, your body to become too reliant on it. You don't want a lazy gallbladder, you know, you want your gallbladder to do it on its own. And so we just kind of give it a boost for a while and eat well. And so we just stimulate that bile to get flowing and then we kind of step back and let it do its on its own. But I always keep a bile supplement on hand, you know, and I incorporate it during a detox, but also at some other times of the year, like if I'm going on vacation or I'm holiday eating, or maybe I've had a few more glasses of vino with my girlfriends than I intended to, um, because those are all times kind of of excess you know, and um, it's just a nice time to support that liver gallbladder function and, re, you know, help get that bile moving because we want to detox all that stuff out. Okay, so that all falls under really targeting foods that are going to help, um, help the liver and the gallbladder 
um, during a detox. And then the, the third goal that I mentioned is to use support therapies to enhance liver health. You know, I call these like detox boosters. And so first and foremost, um, you know, our bodies are able to excrete toxins by breathing, sweating, um, urinating, or, you know, having a bowel movement. I don't know why I just got all fancy. Usually I'm just like peeing or pooping, but sometimes I do try to have a little bit more, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I should speak a little bit more up brow, but I don't know. I'm just, that's kind of how I talk. So anyway, all those things, all those body functions, we need to get out the toxins. Um, so, you know, we need to make sure those are all working well. It's absolutely critical that you get enough water. That is just like basic, you know, to flush things out. So, you know, out through the urine. Um, and then also making sure, like I said, that you're pooping at least once a day. Um, so ideally it would be more, but, um, once a day is just kind of the basis, you know, you got to be doing that. And if you're not pooping once a day, then you need to call me and we need to have an appointment. We got to get that working. Um, and then also breaking a sweat, you know, while you're detoxing. I mean, all, actually all of these, those three things are just things we need to be doing on an on day, ongoing, you know, day-to-day -day basis, drinking enough water to flush out toxins, um, having a good BM and sweating, you know, breaking a sweat. Those are all ways that we detoxify on a daily basis. Also practicing some deep breathing is helpful. Um, and getting plenty of rest, again, a basic foundation. Um, and that's for a couple reasons, you know, number one, we do most of our detoxifying when we're sleeping. And so if you're not getting enough sleep, then you're missing out on a lot of detoxification time. And that I mean, that is like a lot of America, you know, not sleeping well. And so you are not getting all of that detoxification time in that you need. So you need to sleep well for that get enough rest. But the other thing is, especially when you're going through a detox, it can be very fatiguing because the body releasing toxins, I mean, that's no joke. Your body's working hard. Your body's working hard all the time. But when we're doing an intentional um, detox, I mean, your body is starting to release these toxins and that is, is tiring on the body. You know, we store a lot of our toxins in our fat cells. Um, that's our body's way of protecting our vital organs. Isn't that so nice? <laughs> that's the way God made us is that our toxins would be stored in our fat. So we have to think about that because the more toxic you are, the more fat your body will want to hang on to to keep you protected. Okay, and it's why we have to look at all of the sources of incoming toxins, you know, from food to chemicals we may be breathing in to lotions we put on our body, just all these things we've talked about. Um, because those have the potential to, you know, be stored as toxins in your body. And if you have a lot of toxins, your body is going to want to hold on that fat. And so, um, you know, as that's another reason, like when you when you do start to lose weight, and your body also release is releasing toxins. Um, anytime you do a detox or really or get on a really good eating plan, it's like why in the first week of feast to fast, people kind of feel icky there because the body's releasing toxins you know, and that's uncomfortable. But as you lose weight, you release toxins as well. That's just a, you know, that's a part of the package, which is great, but it can be um, very 
exhausting. So um, rest is really important. And then, you know, there are some kind of what I call like these detox boosters or bonus actions that you can take to help your body detoxify. And so um, I'll run through some of those for you. One is dry brushing. And so dry brushing is something that you do um, like before you would get into the shower or the bath. And it's just this little, it's like a, almost like a loofah brush and you just rub it, um, you rub it over your body, but you, you always go and rub it in strokes on your body, like towards your heart. So if you were starting down at your legs, like at your ankles, you would brush up your legs towards your heart. Okay. Um, but anyway, dry brushing is good to help um, stimulate lymphatic flow. Okay, so that's really helpful. So dry brushing is something that you can do. Also taking Epsom salt baths um, are can be very helpful. Um, you know, if you, the best way to do an Epsom salt bath, you know, Epsom salts, you know, we have magnesium in there. Magnesium is just really critical for the body. We need magnesium to be able to detoxify. But if you'll stay in a really hot bath for like 20 minutes, absorb that magnesium. It also gives you a little bit of sweat. Um, then it's just really, it's helpful for detoxification. Um, let's see what else. Oh, a charcoal mask. Um, so as your body releases toxins, you might start breaking out. Like I said, the skin is a detoxification organ. And so we can purge toxins through the skin. And so that's one of those not fun things that can help anytime we're, anytime we just start eating better, you know, more healthfully in general, if you're, if you're going from like a sad diet, a standard American diet, and then you start eating healthfully and your body is releasing some of these toxins, part of what can happen is you start breaking out. But you know, if you're somebody that experiences skin issues on a regular basis, you know, like I said, that is, that can be. Um, a liver or a gut problem. But anyway, you know, I like to kind of get ahead of that with by using a charcoal mask. Um, I like beauty counter, the beauty counter charcoal mask, because again, you don't want to be slapping something on your face that has toxins in it. And so I know that one is really safe. It's really effective. And it just kind of helps pull the junk out of the skin. Um, also using a, a dry or infrared sauna. If you have that available to you, it is awesome. An awesome way to help the body release toxins by sweating or stimulating internal detoxification with an infrared light. So you've probably heard me talk about or seen me use my Juve light panels. They are red and infrared light panels that I have hanging um, on the back of my laundry room door. And I try to use those like three to four times a week, stand in front of them. And there are just so many health benefits to using them. I need to do like a whole podcast just on, you know, infrared light. But um, there's a lot of health benefits to using them. But detoxification is a biggie. So normally what I do is I will put on my charcoal mask and then I will stand in front of the light panels like with my, my back facing it. So it's getting my back. And then I'll take a shower and, you know, wash off the mask. And then I go back into the laundry room. <laughs> and stand in front of the juve panels and get my front side. So that's how I usually do it. Um, so that's a good one using again, y'all, these are just all like bonus, you don't have to have, you don't have to have, a, you know, a juve panel to be able to do a detox. But these are just bonuses if you have one or a lot of um, a lot of gyms and spas have these too. And so if you ever have the opportunity to use any of these use them. Um, also using a rebounder, 
or a vibration plate. So a rebounder is basically like one of those little mini trampolines, mini exercise trampolines. And a vibration plate is what I call a shaker. I know a lot of you have seen me get on my little machine that kind of shakes you around. And both of those are really good for promoting um, lymphatic drainage. So um, I kind of mentioned that earlier with dry brushing, but the lymph system is like the body's highway for toxins. And so jumping up and down like on a rebounder um, or a little mini trampoline or shaking on the vibration plate or dry brushing help speed up our toxin highway, you know, to get them out more quickly. So that is why that is useful. You can also just jump on the trampoline with your kids, you know, and get the same effect. And, you know, your, your kids will either think you're really cool or really dorky, depending on their age. But um, if you've got a trampoline, get out there and jump with your kids. Great for exercise. Great for lymphatic flow. Um, essential oils, you know, are always a good adjunct um, for health. And they can promote detoxification. The citrus oils are really good for that. Um, there is, there's a specific liver detox blend that I like. It's made by vibrant blue oils. I didn't mention them earlier. Um, but vibrant blue oils is, uh, owned by a woman who is a nutritional therapy practitioner as I am. And she makes essential oil blends based on the foundational healing therapies that we use when working with clients. And it's really, really cool. Um, really neat. So if you've ever filled out a nutritional assessment with me, um, you know, we talk about, um, we talk about being in a parasympathetic state for digestion. We talk about, you know, lymphatic flow and, and liver detoxing and just, um, you know, kind of all of these different foundations that we want to cover when we are considering health. And she makes essential oils specific to each of those foundations. So that's really cool. Um, Okay, what else? You can also do hot and cold therapy, which is very effective when it comes to detoxing. This is one that I keep telling myself I want to do more, but I have a really hard time applying it. It's basically alternating hot and cold water in the shower. That's kind of the easiest way to do it. So you stand under cold water for like 20 seconds and then go to hot for 10 seconds and then back to cold for 20 and you do several rounds of that. Um, and that is just really, it's a good hormetic stress, which means that's a good stressor for stimulating, um, detoxification. But man, I hate cold showers. I'm like, I want scalding hot water when I take a shower. Um, so I've only done this a few times where I've turned on the cold water really cold. Um, you know, and most like if I'm already hot from working out, it's a lot easier for me to do, you know, if I'm already hot. I did do it the other night. I did take like a really hot detox bath with Epsom salts and I put in um, some essential oils in there and I was hot and sweating. And so I drained the tub and I stood up and I just blasted the cold water on myself. And so that is just a really... It's a really good thing to do if you can stand it. Um, you may have heard of people doing cold plunges first thing in the morning. That's like hardcore. Like that is something I aspire to, you know, I'm always, I'm always wanting to up my disciplinary um, practices, but I just don't know if I can do that. You know, when we're staying at the ranch, we have this huge tank that we swim in. It's like our swimming pool, but it's just a big tank. 
And I'm like, I could just go on over there and jump in real easily, but I don't because I just can't stand super cold water. Like I have to be really, really hot to even want to swim. Um, so anyway, but, um, you know, Tony Robbins, the famous motivational speaker, he starts every day with a cold plunge into like 50 something degree water. That is just totally nuts to me, but it's really good for you. So if it's something you don't mind and you can get in a super cold shower and alternate it with hot water, or you have a pool or something like that, that you can do a morning plunge in, go for it, sister. And let me know if you do it because I admire you. Okay. Now let's talk about supplements. Um, I'm always kind of hesitant to be specific about supplements, um, unless I'm working with something, somebody directly, or unless it's in the Christian Health Club Facebook group, um, and which is where we apply all of these activities, by the way, that I'm always talking about here on the podcast. There is an actual Christian Health Club and it's a group on Facebook, and it's where we do all of our feast to fasts, all of these liver toxin, uh, detoxes. We do our nutritional assessments. We do, you know, different workshops like the overeating workshop, and we do a whole month about, you know, self-coaching Christians. We do all of these cool things together in the Christian Health Club group, and anyone who has done feast to fast is eligible to join. Okay, but you have to do feast to fast first. It's the first step because I need you to understand the principles of metabolic flexibility. Um, and in fact, we're about to start our next round of feast to fast at the beginning of May for our summer slim down round. And our scripture focus for that is the purpose of the body. So if you're interested in being in the Christian Health Club where we actually do all of these things together, um, and if you want to do Feast to Fast with us, which is, like I said, the first step before you can join us to do that, um, then come on and get in Feast to Fast and sign up. We're going to start in the next few weeks. Um, but what I can tell you um, as far as what we're using as supplements go are several things. Um, we are using bile support, which I mentioned earlier. You know, that's really important for making sure that we've got good bile flow. We're using a broad spectrum detox support supplement from Metagenics that has vitamin A, D, E, C, and B. You know, it's just really making sure we have a lot of those critical nutrients to support those that phase one and phase two detoxification. I also like kind of in that same vein, I like the desiccated liver pills from Vital Proteins. Um, you could use that. And I think that's a good one to rotate in on a regular basis. Um, it's, you know, it, will, it would actually be better just to eat liver, <laughs> um, which is one of the most nutritious foods you can put in your mouth. But many people are not fans or they're just kind of too chicken to try it. And even I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not good enough about incorporating it into our regular meals here. And I mean, I have access to grass-fed liver, obviously, you know, my husband's a grass-fed cattle rancher, but I'll tell you what, we sell the heck out of it. So a lot of times we're just kind of out of it and I don't even have it. We sell it before I can even use it. Um, but that would be better real food. You know, the real food version is going to be better, but you can get the liver pills, um, from vital proteins and they are chock full of nutrients. So that's a good one. Um, we use a binder, when we are doing a detox. So I, I will use a binder if we're doing a liver detox, if you know, we're doing a, um, 
a GI protocol, you know, a gut healing protocol. And a binder is something that binds up toxins to help take them out of the body more efficiently. Um, and so that would be something like activated charcoal. You know, the liver detoxes liberate stored toxins, like I said, for your body to excrete them. And so a binder helps absorb the toxins so they are eliminated properly instead of recirculating. Okay. And so um, charcoal, that's something that we would use charcoal for. But there's, there's a, a supplement I like called GI detox, which has charcoal in it, but it also has some other things like apple pectin and just some kind of other good ingredients that are helpful binders um, that we use to just, you know, support detoxification. Um, we're also using a homeopathic uh, liquid lymph support supplement. Um, I mentioned how important that lymphatic flow is. So we're just kind of promoting that in a more profound way. And then, you know, we've got our standards that I like on an ongoing, you know, supplemental support basis, you know, a probiotic, you know, um, and I love just thrive and they will give you a 15% discount when you use the code. I think it's Chelsea 15. Um, I'll put that in the show notes. I'll put all, by the way, I'll put all this stuff in the show notes, everything we're talking about here. You can always go to the website, thechristiannutritionist.com, go under podcast and under this episode under the podcast, we have a whole list of show notes that will tell you, you know, like just, you know, if you're like, what was that thing she was talking about, that product or that dry brush or whatever it was, you can go there and it will tell you. And in a lot of cases, it will link to a place where you can get it. Okay. So just know that. Um, magnesium is another important one. Like I mentioned earlier, important for over 300 functions in the body. Many of us are deficient in magnesium. And so that's when I like on an ongoing basis, take that at night before bed for, to help relax since it's our relaxing mineral. And then we also use digestive support um, as needed, you know, kind of depends on how your digestion is doing, but, you know, using some pancreatic enzymes, um, stuff like that. So I will be sharing some of the things I'm doing in Instagram stories this week. If you want to check that out, come on over Rover. Um, you can kind of see some of this stuff in action. And um, like I said, you can go to the show notes to, you know, also find this stuff. And then another thing, you know, like I alluded to this earlier is uh, as part of de boosting detox is just taking out, starting to change those products in our home, um, whether it's our cleaning products or our skincare products, um, you know, start, start swapping some of those out. I asked the Christian health club members to identify their top three products that they either use the most or maybe what they're about to run out of. So if you're about to run out of your, you know, your favorite anti-aging lotion, you know, face lotion, maybe it's time to give a cleaner version another try, you know, or if you're about to run out of your nasty old 409 cleaner, that would be a good time to, you know, maybe try Branch Basics or Thieves Cleaner or something like that. Um, so, you know, you can always go to the environmental working group, the EWG, they have an app that you can get on your phone and you can scan your products. Uh, they don't have everything in the whole world in there, but they have a lot of products in there that you can hold your phone up to the barcode and it will scan it. And then it'll tell you, um, kind of give you a rating as far as how toxic it is. So that can be useful. Um, if you want to see that in person and, and check out some of your things, um, 
Okay, so we've talked about a lot of things today. And I don't want to overwhelm you or make you think that liver detoxing has to be complicated. Um, remember that we are made to be detox machines. You know, that's how God made us, right? God made our bodies to do that. But it can become compromised because of the way we've been living our lives by the things we've been using and eating. Um, and we can just really step things up when we get focused and intentional about it. So incorporating any of the things we talked about today, any of them, you know, whether it's eating mostly clean veggies and fruits for even just like three days, you know, or removing some of the harmful cleaning chemicals or skin products in your routine or dry brushing before you get in the shower, you know, on their own, any of these steps is awesome for your, your liver and your detoxification. But together, when we designate a specific time to do as many of them simultaneously as we can, then we can seriously up our liver and overall health. Okay. So I would ask you, what's in your liver bucket? Think about it. That kind of reminds me of that commercial. What's in your wallet? What's in your liver bucket? Think about it and think what you're asking your liver to deal with on a daily basis and consider what you can do to take it out or upgrade, you know, or replace it altogether. Um, and like I said, I'll link to all the things we talked about today. And um, you can look, find that at the christiannutritionist.com under the podcast section. Follow me on Insta stories this week as I share some of the things I'm doing and using. And, um, and don't forget to sign up for Feast of Fast, Summer Slim Down, because we start in less than two weeks. And we won't do another one until after summer, um, at the end of summer. So don't miss out on this one. And don't miss out on the chance to join the Christian Health Club. We only open that, um, you know, we open it several times a year, but you it's not like you can just come in and join it anytime. It's at certain times of the year. You'll have an, one more chance to join uh, before summer starts, and we're going to do a lot of cool things this summer that focus on customizing macros and fasting. So um, lots and lots for you today, my friends. Um, I thank you so much for sharing this time with me. Um, remember to give your liver some love, okay? And have a healthy and blessed week, and I will talk to you soon. Remember that my mom is an awesome nutritionist, but she's not a doctor. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Always talk to your doctor before making changes to your nutrition or exercise program. Thanks for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week. Oh, 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 oh,